Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to today's Earth Energy Forecast Show on this Tuesday, March 12, 2019. Thank you for joining us today, or if you're listening to this later in the podcast, I hope you're having a terrific Tuesday. Today, I have author and developer of Gaiagraphy, Peter Shampoo, as our guest. Peter will talk about his work with Gaia and how he believes that his work can potentially mitigate the effects of the impending pole shift. I've been so looking forward to the show because I know that I will learn so much today, and I imagine that you will too. Peter has taken a simple observation of coherent geometry and circular lithospheric patterns, or earth rings, and developed it into a geographic art and science called Gaiagraphy, the study of our living earth. A Yankee stonemason from Massachusetts, Peter has been a lifelong student of everything and master at some. He is a peer-reviewed author, lecturer, bioneer, and independent scholar in all things geo. A dowser and ley line doctor, or geomancer, health, or excuse me, earth healer, spiritual communitarian, and servant of the goddess, Peter brings a whole and renewed perspective of Her Majesty, Gaia. His websites are geometryofplace.com, and you can reach him also through facebook.com slash peter.shampoo. His email address is peter.shampoo at gmail.com. He also has a GoFundMe page, which I have on the show page that you can go to and provide some assistance for him for his travels. He's written several books, Gaia Matrix, Moon Rivers, and Art of Entero. Welcome, Peter, to the show. Thank you, Joan. Great to be here. Great to be talking to the people again. (laughs) Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm so excited about having you on the show today. There's so much I, I want to know about this. So let's start kind of from the beginning. So would you tell us what Gaiagraphy is and how you developed it? Well, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a long story of synchronicities and uh, studies. Uh, I was uh, working as a stonemason. You know, the, the, the basics of it is I was working as a stonemason, which was a pattern maker. Uh, and I, I, I feel as though I was informed by the, by the earth itself because uh, of my handling of all this rock. I would split rock open at a, on a regular basis, large boulders. And uh, Dr. Steiner, Rudolf Steiner, uh, speaks about whenever you, you open up a rock, uh, you release a gnome of knowledge. So I, it's, I think that's just, this is where it came from, was from the earth itself, this knowledge that I've uh, uh, developed. So uh, in, in my rock work, I noticed that that rock had this uh, inherent angle to it, and that angle had, uh, was related to sacred geometry. In my studies of sacred geometry, uh, you know, cathedral building and such temple building, uh, it, it was uh, they, they use this this method called sacred geometry. So I, I noticed that well, all right, you know, sacred geometry is found in flowers, it's found in galaxies. So I, I said, well, maybe it's also found in the 
in the in the surface of the rock itself because I was finding these sacred geometries just inherent in the rock surface. Then I noticed that there was uh, the, the same angle that I found in the rock was in the uh, the drainage patterns of of New England, and that that then bumped up in scale, and I noticed that the mountain arrangements had the same uh, fractal sacred geometry to them. So that you know it was just this this evolution of an ever expanding connection that I was following. It was kind of a you know, feeling this elephant in the dark, trying to figure it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh, eventually I came up with this arc home geometry, which, uh, you know, I thought was you know, really cool and uh, uh, wrote a book about it called Gaia Matrix. And uh, that was centered on, on uh, New England, and which I discovered was the center of the North American tectonic plate. There, there, there's this little place called Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts, which is the uh, a geophysical center of the tectonic plate of North America. And if you will, it, it had a circular nature to it. it, it, it the arc of it, it can be seen in Mexico, California, that, that arc there. That's, and and that, that continues on up the, up the coast and up into magnetic north, over into Iceland, and down back to Panama. So that and was, these arcs you're talking about are circular patterns around this center of Shelburne Falls? Yes, right. It's all okay. it's all reference. So they have any, a visual. Any, any arc uh-huh. has a has a center uh, a radial center where that arc is generated from. Uh-huh. So I, I started to uh, you know this was initially uh, it's not entirely original work. There was this uh, gal Dorothy Leone who uh, flew with her husband uh, on, a, on a puddle jumper delivering mail around the west, the uh, mountainous west, and all she had to do, uh, well, well, you know, to pass the hours was look at these aviation maps and discovered that there were these magnetic anomalies that, that were, were on aviation maps that show you uh, how far off your, your compass is. You know, it, it changes the magnetic orientation. So, she started mapping out these magnetic uh, anomalies and found that they were in a circle with the center of uh, the Grand Tetons. So, uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of these, a lot of these were also sacred mountains, you know, Mount Shasta. Right. Such yeah. Where we're, yep. we're yep. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of took that work and, and, and went farther with it and, uh, and discovered that this same, uh, yeah, you know, this is all over a course of you know ten, twenty years. You know, just this evolution of of, uh, of looking at the patterns of the planet itself, and and this the size of this ring that Dorothy discovered was fourteen hundred miles in in diameter. So I started looking for well, what's else, what else is in there? You know, fourteen hundred miles, and that's the Earth core. And uh, so it just kind of uh, evolved from there. And I, I found that there was this, uh, this synergy, this synthesis of, of shape and form that related to not only the, uh, the inner core of the planet, but also the, the other planets in our solar system. For instance, the, the inner core is the same size as Pluto or very close to the moon. The outer core is, is the same size as Mars. And, and, and that, the Mars ring is the same uh, diameter as the North American tectonic plate ring. So you have this, this kind of synergy of form that, was, that I was uh, coming across. And that's, that's essentially geography, looking at the, the, these, these kind of living patterns. And like uh, the, the, the Bermuda Triangle, if you will, is all, you know, from Bermuda to Miami down to uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, that's an equilateral triangle uh, with a circle that encompasses it that's the same size as the Earth's inner core. So that, that's uh, essentially, you know, it. You know, it's just like looking at looking at these ring patterns, uh, finding a correlative relationship between uh, planetary, you know, interior planet size and exterior planet size. So. From there, well, you know, what's this mean? You know, 
you know, right. I'm, I'm, yeah. What do I do with it? Know, <laughs> what do I do with it? What's the uh-huh. what's the uh, the uh, utility of all this knowledge? And and uh, you know, I've been talking about it for years, and so like finally, you know, waking up after coming back from doing a talk, and, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of like the, the, there's like these bubbling, like a bubbling matrix around the planet, and so yeah, you know, like like shampoo, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I coined it the shampoo effect, you know, after uh-huh. my name, but also right, this, yeah, this, yeah. this bubbling nature. It's it's uh, so it it all seems to have to do with water. Water water is the progenitor of sacred geometry. Water is the progenitor of 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 uh, planetary systems, the solar systems. Uh, they, right. It, it yeah. Comes, you know, it's there's a nebula out and out in uh, Orion that, that's producing, I don't know, like 60 oceans a day, this kind of thing, of, of water. And, yeah. and from that water, uh, you know, water then bonds out in space. It's just, you know, the space is full of water. And, and that water then uh, coag- you know, coagulates the mud and other uh, elements that are within the nebula and makes planetoids. And, and then, uh, then this gravity field sets in. And this gravity field uh, that I speak of is is what Earth rings is. So uh, if you will, uh, you know, go find a mirror and look look at your eyeball, and you'll see that there's a you know a, an iris and a pupil and a and a, and a uh, you know it's your I can't remember the name of uh, the white of your eye, uh, but that's that's the same geometry as is in the interior of the planet. So, uh, and it's the same geometry as the, uh, the inner planet's relationship to the sun. It's the same geometry as the inner relationship or the, the relationship between the inner planets and the exterior planets. So there's this, and, and you look at the density of stars within the, uh, the, uh, our, our galaxy and it has that same, um, uh, Earth ring or uh, uh, gravity field uh, density of, of, of form, and and there's this uh, researchers uh, Scott Forshaw. Hi Scott, he's he's on the, listening to the show today. Who's uh, uh, done a lot of work with uh, uh, quantum gravity fields and, and uh, the, the quantum gravity field that uh, he was able to determine with the supercomputer help. Uh, uh, was again, and I've been th- this same pattern you can find in uh, cultural expressions too, like Stonehenge, the the rings that mm-hmm. are uh, radiant rings of Stonehenge are the same thing. The radiant rings of the uh, Aztec uh, the calendar stone, same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. The Vera ceiling mm-hmm. in in Egypt it has the same geometry to it. So so all these these, these cultural artifacts were. Uh, in, in my view, we're, we're communicating with this this gravity field, and, and they are using uh, water, sacred geometry. Uh, you know, and I say sacred geometry, water, because uh, you know you have this uh, hydrogen oxygen thing with, with a 104 degree angle, 103.5 actually, uh, uh-huh. that generates a a pyramid form, if you will. So the pyramid a tetrahedron, is, a, yeah. is a the pyramid is a three-dimensional expression of water. So uh, the pyramid is speaking with the interior of the planet, and it's also uh, speaking with the uh, the atmosphere of the planet. Uh, we we have this ring, this interior ring, called uh, uh, at the mantle upper and lower mantle boundaries that they've recently discovered is full of four oceans of water. This is all primary water that was originally uh, cohered uh, in the nebulous, in the nebulous state. And uh, so <clears throat> every time there's a volcano there, this water comes to the surface. So this is uh, a lot of the, you know, it, it, scientists, well, all our water came from, uh, uh, came from, um, comets and such crashing into the planet. And uh, a lot of the water was originally here. It's just, it was part of that, that coalescence out of nebula. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of those people that study water that really uh, know the essence of water say water, no matter where it is, it's, it's always connected. So it's intelligently connected. I, I you know, um, water can shape itself to create forms that will inform us. Yes, and and we can inform water in the same way by exactly. uh, using using its geometry to uh, um, entrain it in, in a certain way. So, you know, like uh, cultures that have used sacred geometry in their construction have had, you know, like they, they've had a thousand year runs, you know, that kind of thing, you know, Greece, ancient Greece. And, uh, so it's, it's like when we, when we employ sacred geometry, we're, we're actually working in harmony with the planet right. itself. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that kind of gets to my uh, idea of how to, how to really support the planet in, in, in its transition. You know, we, 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 have a, we have a planet that is essentially like a cell, right? So uh, a, a cell has a membrane and it has a nucleus, you know, just like the earth does. Uh, the, the, the cell has all over the cell surface is, are these integral, called integral membrane proteins. And many of them are in geometric shapes, just, just like, uh, for instance, the Great Lakes uh, has a geometric shape that is uh, reminiscent of a pentagon, pentagram. So uh, that is an integral membrane protein for Earth's cell. And, and that, that uh, Dr. Uh, Bruce Lipton, the cellular biologist, he's, uh, mm-hmm. he discovered mm-hmm. that you can pull out the nucleus of a cell and it still, it still operates. Right. And, the brain's and, in and the membrane. <laughs> brain is in the membrane. Membrane, yep. Yeah. So here we are uh, with all these integral membrane proteins or plutons. You know, many of these earth rings that I found have at the center a, a, a pluton, which is a very deep, uh, it, it's, it's a, a granitic uh, upthrust up out of the mantle. So it, it has this connection with the interior of Earth's cell, very similar to the way the integral membrane proteins operate with uh, in a cell. So uh, this, th- these integral membrane proteins uh, communicate, be- you know, they, they take in information from what's outside and information from what's inside, what the cell needs uh-huh. and, and what, what the cell has coming at it and how to adjust to all those things. So we have this uh, situation where we're uh, going through some galactic space that has an extra amount of light. Uh, you know, the, the, the sun is increasing its energy output. The, you know, I mean, I remember, what, you know, it's like this titanium color now rather than or- the orange of my childhood. Uh, you know, since we went into this photonic belt that was, you know, really talked about in 2012. Uh, so... We have all this extra light that's uh, uh, pumping in here, and, and the Earth has to do something with it. So, you know how how we how we manage those energies are are are, are part and parcel of sacred sites. Now, um, it seems as though that our planet was designed as a fourth level um, technology, if you will, a terraforming type of culture. Uh, helped us out to, to get a, a system that would maintain itself. And, and, and what, those, what do you mean uh, by fourth level, Peter? Well, you know, you have the agricultural, you have the industrial, you have the technological, and then you have the, uh, the, 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 uh, the biological. Uh, okay. You know, it's, 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 it's this terraforming culture. Like the moon, for instance, the position of the moon is, perfectly placed so that we can have eclipses. So it's, it's the very same size as the sun from our perspective. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the moon another harmonic. These, yeah. It has, it's, uh-huh. it's just this elegant design 
that, that mm-hmm. is evident mm-hmm. that, that it's not a haphazard design. So uh, indigenous culture, uh, which uh, held on to the memories after the last pole shift, if you will, the last, uh, last uh, electromagnetic field shift, um, uh, had these memories of maintaining the Earth's uh, integral membrane proteins. Because many of these, many of this, these center points for the uh, for the Earth rings are Native American and uh, Indigenous peoples of all the world's sacred sites. So uh, they were instructed to come to these sacred sites to uh, do ceremony, to you know interact with the planet, interact with all it is, you know, connecting the seven sacred directions. And, and they, they maintain these things. So since since the advent of you know 3D reality, where everything else is not important but a commodity, uh, uh, th- these practices have been uh, abandoned at these very important sacred sites. So because of that, uh, the, the Earth is is uh, you know losing its 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 membrane integrity. And when it does that, it, it needs to restore itself somehow in order to maintain life because the whole system of the planet is set up to maintain life. And part uh-huh. of that is to, uh-huh. is to have an a, a, a electromagnetic field that protects us from solar radiation. Now, uh, this, uh, you know, if you look at the, at the electromagnetic field of the planet and how, that, you know, how all that the solar plasma and everything interacts with our field, it looks uh, very much like the the, the human uh, the, the human electromagnetic field being uh, radiated right. from the heart. You know, you know about mm-hmm. all this from from the books you've written on the heart. Yes, excellent books. Everyone should buy two or three copies to give to every, all their people. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. You know, by, by having the human heart, which is a fractal of the planet, interacting with these integral membrane proteins, uh, we can support the, the, the planet through mm-hmm. these transitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of the gist of, gist of my uh, suggestion here that, uh, mm-hmm. and how to do that. Now, you know, what is the evidence you know, that there have been pole shifts? Well, you, you look in the geology around the planet and you find... Uh, coral deposit rocks everywhere, and, and coral deposits only occur on the equator. So that that indicates that there's this uh, that the equator has has been in multiple places on the planet over over its over its uh, over its lifetime. Right. Yes. And the other geologic evidence is in the uh, Mid Atlantic Rift, where you know when, whenever a rock is formed from magma. Uh, the, the rock takes on the, the magnetic field uh, that was uh, uh, present when it was formed. So you, can, you have this geologic record in, in the, in the uh, uh, North Atlantic or in the, in the Atlantic Ocean of, of the past you know, you know, millions of years, 250 million years. Because that's, that's, the, that's the age of the the ocean bottom is 250 million years, while the, the surface uh, rock is more to the nature of three billion, which suggests that there was this. this you now that's the mm-hmm. uh, that's the premise for the expanding Earth theory. That you know it, it used to be. You know if you cup your hands together, it used to be that that's. You know if you take all the continents and, and bring them all together, they they create a sphere that is about. Uh, uh, I think a third less than what it is now, and and, and then uh, there's this expansion where all, all those waters come out of the earth and 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 uh, you know generated this uh, uh, this this blue ball of water that we have. So it's it's the water has come out. There's this kind of gaseous uh, energy has expanded from within, uh, and, and so. Every what this geologic record indicates is that approximately every twenty to twenty-five thousand years, there's a magnetic field uh, uh, 
movement or sometimes reversal. So, uh, and you're going uh, what, on geologic records for that time frame. Geologic records, yes. Because there's there's others that that say that it's more of a twelve thousand year cycle, uh, ba- based on too um, the uh, carbon fourteen dating um, and also uh, the magnetic pole shift itself and how we've seen these cycles come through. I was just wondering why uh, you feel that's why you're going with that number as opposed to something that may be, you know, half of that number. Uh, this is what, this is what my reading is of, I mean, not my, you know, it's, it's my, my uh, memory of what I read on the geologic, geologic record. It, okay. It's, uh, okay. The, the carbon 14, there, there's, you know, there are all these different cycles that, that we are. Uh, there are cycles uh, within cycles. So what cycle right, are we talking right. about? Yeah, the, then we can, we can start there and say, okay, well, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> yeah. it is so, fractal, as you were talking about earlier. We all we live in a holofractal universe. And, um, you know, so <laughs> yeah, it's within, in, so in without. Any, in any event, we are long overdue for a. Yes. Uh, no uh, one disputes so, that. <laughs> Right, and and I, I think that uh, we, we we were able to to maintain it for so long because of you know places like the Great Pyramid, which uh, you know work with this integrated membrane protein to uh, provide a stable field, uh, work with the Earth motor, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to to generate the. The electromagnetic field that that you know is, is you know it's a maintenance kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah, good. Uh, would, would you? Would, I have a couple of them actually. Uh, would you liken that your integral membrane protein and your analogy of a cell to perhaps um, the system of acupuncture that the Earth has? Um, um, acupuncture lines, energy lines, meridians that run through it, and then these sacred sites or these integral membrane proteins might be the acupuncture points. Um, if anybody knows about acupuncture, there's a, se- a series of lines of energy that runs through your body, and then there's points along those lines, and those points can access different parts of the body and, you know, create health and well-being, what organ it's associated with, and, and and all the rest. So I was just wondering because I am asking this because uh, when I was in Sedona, there was a Native American that I I worked with um, with a group, a large group of people, and we were doing acupuncture on on the earth, and he went to the Grand Tetons because he felt that was the important point of the earth as well. And he called it acupuncture. And we did ceremony actually at, at Cathedral Rock. And that was one of the points he wanted to have the energy held there. Would you say that that was similar? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, there, there's geomancers, uh, Patrick Manaway and, and uh, <clears throat> let's see, Sig Lundgren and uh, Ivan Macbeth, uh, you know, a lot of you know, kind of English-oriented uh, geomancers call it lithopuncture, you know, uh, actually okay, yeah. got, the, the fellow that coined it was, uh, uh, Marco Prajnik. Uh, he, he's a Slovenian, uh, Slovenian geomancer who was the camp geomancer over in, in Finhorn. And, uh, yeah, he, he does this, uh, lithopuncture work and, Absolutely, absolutely is the case, and this is this is part of part and parcel of this uh, the science of geography I'm proposing to uh, offering to develop uh, because it's you know we are our bodies are the image and likeness of all that is so we're we're this fractility of of the planet of of our solar mm-hmm. system of, of the galaxy uh, you know I mean of, of the universe you know whatever it's, it's all. We're, we're, we're kind of an expression of God. So, uh, 
uh, determining, figuring out, you know, what, what each meridian line is and what, what is most appropriate, you know, where to go to, uh, you know, insert that, that lithopuncture uh, energies, you know, at, at, at which time and, you know, just like a, a, uh, a an acupuncture doctor would, you know, feeling the pulses, you know, I, you know right. Uh, yeah. Be sensitive yeah. to the pulses of the planet to know, <clears throat> well, we need to go to to the Grand Tetons now to, you know, many people, I mean, every every summer there's there's a lot of people that, that work with that. But uh, Benny LeBeau, he's now crossed over uh, uh, Blue Thunder. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossed over a couple of years ago, really. Yeah, it hits me hard when these, when these uh, grid workers go. It feels like part of a group mm-hmm. soul that's leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Benny did some great work with uh, getting uh, uh, large groups of people in, in coherent rings. And he, back in '04, he, the, the the Yellowstone uh, caldera was rising and it was about to explode. So uh, he, he got guidance to connect all the ley lines. So to do that, mm-hmm. he, he generated this 1,400-mile wide ring. That, that Dorothy Leone, he worked with this the, 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 the ring that Dorothy spoke of earlier, which is the same size as the Earth's inner core. So uh, he, he created this medicine wheel uh, with ceremony and prayer and uh, connected all these ley lines, which had been su- separated by burring um, uh, and uh, fracking and you know drilling and all this other stuff that goes on that you know affects the membrane of the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the next day, you know, this caldera just collapsed. You know, I mean, just <laughs> that's all. Awesome. You know, just started to subside. <laughs> so it works. Uh-huh. You know, when, when uh-huh. you uh-huh. and uh, in, in my my geomancy work, and you know, I I, I work ley lines, for instance. Uh, uh, there was this drought that's been affecting the Southwest for you know a dozen years or so, and. And I identified this ley line that the Kachinas were on. The Kachinas bring water from San Francisco Peaks up to Hopi land and, and mm-hmm. uh, through across the continent. And uh, I determined this particular ley line or, or a meridian line, of, you know, if you want to use the acupuncture terms. Term, yeah. And, uh, and uh, a couple of Novembers ago, uh, uh, we, we were sponsored to do this 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 grid work, uh, this lithopuncture work uh, through the the southwest to open up this this water line uh, to to bring water into the southwest, which was you know getting to this thirst and the reservoirs were all going down and and we we used uh, this earth ring geometry, same as the eyeball, and uh, uh, you know created these you know the the the, the, the geometry. That, that is the Earth ring is is related to a nine-pointed star, if you will, uh, uh, when when you uh, it's uh, a neogram, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so uh, you can generate four uh, polygons out of the nine-pointed star, if you you know you know like you connect uh, you know like each each one of the nine, then you skip one. And then, you okay. know, like every second one, and every third one, and every fourth one, and then you end up with with these uh, ever uh, decreasing ring forms at the center of the geometry, and that that relates exactly to the Earth rings, and it relates exactly to the Earth itself, and you know that, that whole Earth ring geometric. So I, I would lay on the ground these at these at these critical points, at these acupuncture points. Uh, uh, you know, San Francisco Peaks, uh, uh, this uh, place in uh, at the border of Hopi land and Navajo land, there was a, you know, mm-hmm. there, there was kind of the water was stopped there because of the conflict between the two tribes. Um, so mm-hmm. we, we, we put in one of these rings in, in order to uh, communicate with planet and communicate with the uh, the elementals to bring water into this, into this, this point. And uh, we went up to uh, Shiprock and, and Shiprock, I was told to, you know, I mean, this is you know, not really 
what good form, but I was told to take this rock from the sacred site, which was this piece of granite that looked like something out of New England. You know, it's like where did this? You know, it was just really? It was the shape of a head and everything, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take it. And, and then, you know, I was really apprehensive, you know, knowing about, you know, Pele right. and yeah. you know, not, not removing the rocks from Sacred Not removing, but... right, yeah, don't remove that stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you get an activation or a download from it? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was talking to me for uh, about a year, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, last June I was I – was, and there was one point on this ley line that I couldn't get to down at the uh, down in San Diego area, or in the border of uh, Mount Kuchama was on was a well, like the the root point of this this ley line and and I just I was invited to go talk to this uh, at this on our sacred sites day uh, down at the uh, Kumie uh, uh, Sequan tribe. Uh, the chief horrible, horrible looking horse was down there for world peace and prayer day. And so it was, it was like, Oh, you know, and, and Kumia were, were the, uh, the keepers of this sacred mountain, you know? So it was like, Oh, this is why the rock wanted to come to me. You know, it's, uh, the, 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 uh, ship rock is called the rock with wings. So, <laughs> so I, I huh. got this rock you know, and I ended up having this, uh, I threw out my back, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, carry this 50-pound rock, wow. <laughs> you know, through the airport and, you know, get it down, you know, deliver it down there. And, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's really kind of a, a hilarious uh, situation, but. Uh, it wasn't something you could put in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> So I brought it down to the Kumie, and, and they, they, you know, readily accepted it. And uh, and since then, uh, the, the 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 water pattern has shifted. It's it's taken about a, a year for it to to uh, really start to flow. But uh, you know, the, the, now now we have all this all this water that's you know, I mean, here in uh, I'm in Pierce, Arizona, right now, and you know, we've been just getting these storms that are like New England here. You know, every four or five days we get another yeah. you know, hard hard rain, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Colorado's getting more and more water, and it's, it's, so it's it's uh, you know I I don't know you know it's circumstantial evidence, but I I'm really grateful that this uh, this has shifted, and I, I think it's partly due to our work in, in this uh, you know using using the Earth Ring pattern, uh, you can. And communicate directly with planet core, you know, because it's it's just a fractal of, of what the planet is. So right. by us yeah. by us going there with our you know healthy hearts, our, our electromagnetic field hearts, and, 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 and mm-hmm. you know, praying, mm-hmm. putting this energy into these uh, integral membrane proteins, uh, we are you know, increasing the vitality of the planet. So there's, there's this vitality you can see in geologic record where uh, there, there's like this mixing that happens just prior to a pole shift where there's uh, like uh, like these magnetic anomalies that are occurring. For instance, uh, right. the, the South Atlantic magnetic anomaly uh, the, right. that, uh, you know, planes get knocked out of the sky practically from this thing. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, when mm-hmm. it's really activated, you can't really, uh, you know, it's kind of an opening in the magnetic field. Uh, when, when, when it's, you know, really activated, you, you have to, satellites will get knocked out because of it, uh, uh, because satellites are, are operate within the magnetic field of the planet as well. So, uh, geologic record, looking at this, you get this, this kind of, you know, like the, the these new uh, magnetic field, Polarities start to emerge. You know, we have one in the South Atlantic and one in uh, the Indian Ocean uh, right now. So, right, essentially, now we have we have four more magnetic poles. You know, the North and right. these two, two others. And this is this is a common thing in the in the record. And uh, and and after the pole shift, everything gets coherent. There, there, there's a very clear uh, north south. Yeah demarcation uh, mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. equator. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so 
You know, when, like hit the reset that, button. Hit the reset button. Mm-hmm. So if we can do that without having to, the planet have to do it, you know, we are, you know, we become that fourth level technology. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's all uh, and, based and it, through the heart. And it's all based through the heart. Right. Which is quite interesting. Yeah. So, so what you were saying earlier, um, about the um, and I wrote it down and, I, and I'm trying to find I've been writing down all these questions <laughs> uh, the integral membrane proteins they connect to the magnetic field and that's how our heart's electromagnetic field then connects to the earth's electromagnetic field is through these integral protein ports would you say is that how we're connecting to it like like um, yeah, like we, creating we a, a grid, a grid of sorts, like a heart grid around the earth. Well, the 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 heart is is used in ceremony. You know, when you when you go in ceremony, you know, in the Native American sense, you're you're fully you have your heart fully activated. Mm-hmm. And 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 that 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 keys in with the the sacred site that you're at and that, that gets communicated to the planet. So uh, I don't know if that's, that's just going in a circle or not, but um, <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, like, okay, so how does this really work? <laughs> no, we have all these Inquiring minds want to know, are, you know, I know it's connected, but how is it connected? You know, that's the question. I mean, I know that our heart's electromagnetic field is connected to the earth's electromagnetic field but i'm just wondering like okay how is that um you know i mean we're living in a sea of electromagnetic radiation all the time and so it's like pointing um uh like uh when you're online and you had to point point your domain name servers (laughs) you know so it goes to this url instead of another one um, if anybody understands that when they're when they're working on their website, I'm trying to think of an analogy here, so that we can mm-hmm. point it this way and um, consciously do that in a harmonic frequency. And I'm sure you probably know about HeartMath because they have a beautiful, very simple tool called you know going into this heart coherence and you know uh, the coherence technique. So that you have this very rhythmical breathing and this rhythmical rhythm, um, uh, this um, heartbeat variability that is um, harmonic. And when we go into that place, then we're, we're speaking a similar language as, as the earth, as the universe. Because as you talked about before, it's all really sacred geometry, which is all really harmonic. Um, you know, it, it, it's just these levels and layers of similarities of of, of beauty, another way of looking at beauty, really. Um, and so when we connect that way, this is what I'm feeling, then then we can tap into that, <laughs> that, that domain, you know, we can change that domain server, you know, we can point it over there and boom, we can access it. We've got the information now. Does that make sense to you, Peter? Yes, and the analogy of the computer system, you know, lends a lot of terms to uh, the, the spiritual language that is missing in the English language. You know, in the Hindu languages, it's, uh, you know, the ancient tongues, there, there's all this the, the spiritual connotation that can be drawn, but there's very, it's, uh, English is very limited. So, you know, like, uh, uh, Ram, for instance, you know, <laughs> random yeah. access memory, you know, it, it's, yeah, yeah. you know, all, all these, you know, the processor, all this is very, uh, there was a fellow at uh, American Society of Dowsers that, that spelled this out very, very elegantly uh, on how, how, the, how the system, re- how, how computer systems relate to spiritual techniques. And yes, yes, that's exactly it. And I, I by no means have uh, all the answers. It's just, uh, you know, like, uh, like I spoke to earlier, you know, there's this elephant in this darkened room and, you know, it's like I'm saying, it's a snake. Oh, you know, and everybody 
someone else is, oh, it's a great tree, you know, no, it's a great tree. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, this type of thing. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it's really uh, to, to get a full answer for this, uh, it, it, it demands a, a, a collective approach to it. Heart math has a piece, you know, I got a piece, you got a piece, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's it's identifying. It's saying that okay, you know, we have this we have this living planet, and, and it's a living system that 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 we can maintain and, and interact with. It isn't just a piece of dead uh, commodity that that is mineable so that you know we can have a nicer car or something. You know, it's this it's this living system that that was uh, gifted right. to us. And, and and it's like you know we were given domain we were given stewardship over this planet and and, and it's like we've been uh, very negligent in our stewardship and, and, yes and, yes uh, so you know we have this opportunity with this knowledge of of the planet as a cell of the planet as a uh, meridian system to uh, to uh, maintain optimum living conditions. Uh, and, and, you know, this is, I mean, it's a, it's huge to consider, you know, almost, uh, you know, uh, uh, phantasmagorical, you know, to, to suggest that we can uh, create a new magnetic field. But I think there, we have all that potential to do so. And, and you know, we were talking earlier, preparing for the show that, that this uh, 5G and, and its uh, uh, and, and all these chemtrails that they're putting up in the upper atmosphere are, 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 are perhaps a, a, a technological effort to maintain a magnetic field, to uh, you know create an electromagnetic field that will block us from from the, the sun that's that's uh, you know increasing its energy output. And stripping mm-hmm. away our magnetic mm-hmm. field. And, right, because uh, that's our yeah. shielding. Yep. Right, right. And gold is probably a better material to use than than uh, what, what they're uh, what they're pumping on all the various uh, heavy metals, leads or whatever is cheapest on the right. market that right. yeah. they stick yeah. up there. But you know, oh, don't don't take my gold. You know. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the greed of you know to give away the gold of the world into the atmosphere would uh, would heal really? the atmosphere, you know. And yeah. but, you know that's the yeah. last thing they're going to do. You know? uh, yeah, yeah. Why, why, yeah. why help the earth and and her inhabitants when you can be greedy? <laughs> um, you know what you're what you're talking about, Peter, is a very large undertaking, but I believe one that is viable. Um, I talk about something similar. And it certainly could be used in conjunction with this in my last book, Into the Heart of Love, Decoding Love's Hidden Power, because I talk about the technology of love, because we're talking about the heart. And, of course, the heart is associated with love. And I look at love in a very different way than a lot of people. I look at it as an energy. And this energy, we can use this um, to affect change in the world. And there's a meditation that I have. I think I shared it on one of the shows, uh, one of the first shows that I've done here. So if you go back in the archives and listen to the early shows, you can hear it or you can go to my website. I think it's, uh, I have that on my free information page. But but something like that where we get together and we do these ceremonies. So how would you start, Peter, by getting people together, by doing this? And, you know, what would you do? How How can we start this? I, I think it was already started by the work of like Benny LeBeau and uh, uh, you know that's that's a good start to you know, mm-hmm. get these mm-hmm. you know, organized events that, that that take in an entire uh, integral membrane protein or pluton and um, you know continue doing the work of Benny LeBeau continue uh, working on on these ley lines that uh, that connect the you know the the, the ley lines connect the integral membrane proteins. So those are the, you know, those are the lines that go between us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, we need people like you. That... Yeah. Right. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, that know these areas, that know what to do. And right. so, do you feel there's enough people now that are continuing this work? Well, uh, the, the, to maintain you know, my, it. My generation, uh, you know the hippies, you know the. Call yeah, us, our uh, generation, our generation, Peter. That's <laughs> fine too. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, are, are open to that, but you know we're all getting old now, and you know yeah. we're on Social Security. We no longer have the money to go around and do all these things. So in order to do this, 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 we need financing. You know? We need to support. We need to support the indigenous peoples. You know, we need to pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the aborigines to go pray at Uluru. You know, I mean, we need to, you know, we need to encourage ceremony to take place at, at these sacred sites. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's of critical importance for us to, to return to the sacred sites and honor them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's going to, that's what's going to save it all. And, and right now, you know, with this, this, uh, you know, like, uh, pardon me, Christian hold on the consciousness uh, of, of America, at least, you know, where we're, uh, which is totally transcendent. It, it, it looks at the at the earth as the devil, you know, and evil, and, and it's, you know, how 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 can how can anybody say that the earth is, is of the devil, evil, you know, when it's such a gift from Creator? Uh, mm-hmm. It's like we have to change that worldview because you know that worldview is you know uh, is a thought form, right? And, and, and right. The, and the earth, the integral membrane protein is, uh, is affected by the consciousness, by, by, by the primary consciousness of the planet. And that's, you know, I mean, ants are pretty much, you know, I mean, they're everywhere, but it's like, we're the ones that are, uh, we're the ones that are really maintaining that, that consciousness field. And whatever the consciousness field is of the planet is what is being messaged into the integral membrane proteins and it is being responded to by the planet. So the more we, you know, make war in order to make money in order to, you know, profit from suffering, uh, that's the message that's being entrained into this integral membrane protein that, that needs to be changed. Uh, so, so, so that the, you know, the earth is getting the right message. <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, and it has to yeah, come I, from the heart. It's not you just gotta come head. from the heart. You're it's got to come from the heart. That's how we are right. going to change all of this. That's how we ascend is through the heart. And um, yeah, yeah, that's how we're all connected. We have to go through so that. It's, um, it's you know you can do this from your own backyard or from your own living room. It's it's just you know connected via your consciousness. You know because consciousness is limitless. You know you can project your thoughts to you know the the center of these integral membrane futons, you know, like the Grand Tetons, for instance, and, you know, work with, you know, there's a whole conversation about the Ascended Masters being, you know, that's their kind of like uh, main gathering field is the Grand Tetons. Right. And right. So, you know, collaborate with the, with the ultra dimensionals, collaborate with the elementals, collaborate with, uh, with your neighbors and, you know, to, to, uh, you know, make these make these earth rings uh, in order to to transmit your your love into earth membrane. You know, to to get the planet radiating in love. You know, like like with heart math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a collective effort that needs to needs to happen. And how that how that. You know, again, you know, you need marketing, you need, you know, you need support. You know, you have, we have all these billionaires on the planet, and all they want to do is go to the moon. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just get out of here. <laughs> let's get with it. Yeah, let's get out. Yeah. Let's get out. Let's go to Mars. You know, and just, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it takes it takes the collective effort. It takes a a, a shift of consciousness that you know we've been mm-hmm. working on in our generation for all, all our. You know, I mean, it's like. You know, I, I have to have a GoFundMe page in order to, you know, do this work that, right. yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, a, yeah. it's absurd, you know, the, 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 uh, the priorities that we have. The values, the values. And, you know, values, that might be changing yeah. because, you know, Uranus is in Taurus now and Taurus is all about sure. values. Yeah. 
And so, you know, I I really do feel that that's going to change. What we value will change. And when that changes, uh, you know, and and Taurus is all about, you know, Venus rules Taurus, which is about love, too, and the heart. Taurus is about the earth. You know, about the earth, exactly. So, electrifying the earth energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're, you know, it's the right time for this. There's no doubt about it. Peter, uh, but you know, because we're in the eleventh hour anyway. So, <laughs> and yeah. and you know, I look at the astrology and it just blows my mind sometimes, because it's just so supportive. And you say, okay, yep, this is what we need. Yep, that's what we're going to go through, and uh, so we can tap into that energy. So, so what perhaps I could do now is maybe have a page on my website. I'd love to put a page up, um, and if you want to send me some information on what people can do and I'll just I'll just put it up on my website and get it out as much as I can whatever I can do you know if we all do one little piece uh we can we can affect change Mhm Yeah I mean it's it's the little I've done it seems to have been quite effective the little Benny Laveau did you know very effective Mhm Mhm No there's there's a, there's a caveat here you know, uh, something uh, I collaborated with someone with Benny to design some of these medicine wheels, and he was he was called down to Southern California to uh, um, cure the drop down there. You know, it was kind of publicized that this Shoshone uh, uh, rainmaker was coming to make it rain in California, and everybody said, "Yeah, right." You know, so he did the ceremony, and it, it was about 250 mile earth rain that they generated based on mountains and different you know, specific sites and set it on, on Big Bear, uh, Big Bear Lake, uh, where there was, you know, there was a lot of drought and the water table was going and the trees were dying. And, uh, so uh, he asked for rain and, and, and the only people that showed up for the ceremony were women. So he had this, you know, very watery, uh, you know, feminine energy that was, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, coherent there, and uh, it, after the, it was like October or something, and, and the next day it started to rain, <laughs> and it rained and rained and rained and rained. I mean, it rained for like six weeks straight in LA. Wow. And and what was happening was instead of the storms coming down the the west coast and into Seattle, uh, you know, and making it rain there, Seattle ended up droughting out. And, and all these storms just came directly south and took a left into L.A. You know, and it was just these storms, one after another, one after another. And it, it created about $3 billion worth of damage to L.A., you know, flooding and everything, and houses and mudslides. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was a caveat. He didn't, he didn't include how much rain. Right, right. You, you got to be really that, specific with the universe. <laughs> really specific and really clear what, you, what you're wanting to do. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the universe has big ears. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and you, you, you get what you ask for. So, yeah. you know, they were, the contractors were threatening to sue them, but, you know, because they, they made it rain when it wasn't supposed to, and this kind of thing. So wow. it's, it's very effective. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you brought that example up to tell people, yeah, be very careful what you ask for and be very specific because <laughs> you will get it. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's why, you know, this is kind of, uh, <clears throat> you know, might be considered witchcraft, you know, in the in, in the Christian circles because you're, you know, it's like a it's like a white magic of sorts because you know you're you're dealing with the, the great mystery and you don't really uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a science it's definitely science that that can be used but it's uh, uh, you know in the science of prayer you know in the uh, in the Christian sense of it it's like you know there's a lot of prayer that that, that is directed you know it, it's just kind of like white magic in itself. But it's not considered such because it's, you know, backed by the Bible or whatever. Right, right, yeah. Whatever, however you call intention, 
<laughs> you know, yes. it's all right. the same. If you call it prayer or intention or ceremony or whatever, it's it's all the same. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of excited about a uh, a renewal of the magnetic field of the planet. I mean, we've spent our entire lives in this field that's been weakening and, and uh, you know, the, the, the energies that are in the land are, are confused and kind of going all over the place. And, uh, you know, to have a coherent field and, and, and you know, be, being bathed yeah. in that coherent field, oh, you know, it must be. It must yeah. Really be oh, yeah. Yeah, because we haven't experienced that yet in our lifetime. Yeah, and speaking of coherence, um, I'm just wondering. I had heard that memory was held is held in the magnetic field of the Earth. What are your thoughts on that, and, and is that affecting infecting us? Because I've had people that are saying that um, changes in the magnetic field and with the solar radiation or cosmic radiation that's coming in, it's affecting us physically. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I, it has to, you know, because we, we are electromagnetic beings, uh, the earth is electromagnetic, you know, the, the, the rock is full of paramagnetics, so it's, it, it, it's like when, uh, but when the, when the earth changes, you know, when the earth changes its magnetic field, the rock has to adjust to that because that's, that's piezoelectric. So then we end up mm-hmm. with all these volcanoes and earthquakes and you know uh, tidal waves and all kinds of stuff that'll uh, you know you know so you know, like when when you, when you take a, a rock and when you're splitting a rock open it, it generates a waveform through it and and, and that uh, but the, the, the more you hit it the, the uh, a granite in particular increases its electromagnetic output. So when the when the Earth is uh, you know does these earthquakes, it generates an electromagnetic field output. So California is is subject to a lot of electromagnetic energy that's being emitted from the from the fault zones. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. that, that's that's entraining the electric field of California, the people of California. So they get a lot of creativity that's coming out of California. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, as opposed to New England, that has very little of that anymore because it's it's a very stable field. You have everybody in their heads, and you know, it's like all the colleges, and you know, kind of supporting uh, the the, the uh, status quo. Mm-hmm. So geology mm-hmm. has a lot to do with our, our you know, how how we feel and uh, and, and how our how our own electromagnetic field. I never looked at it. I never looked yeah. at it that way. That's great. Yeah. Well, Peter, um, I want to make sure that everybody again knows how to contact you and what your work is, and and uh, once you be able to share that with them before we end the show. Great. Yeah. It's uh, my website is uh, geometryofplace.com. I could really use some help uh, updating that. Uh, geometryofplace.com and uh, I'm, I'm at uh, peter.shampoo c-h-a-m-p-o-u-x uh, as in x-ray and uh, at gmail.com and I got my phone number on my website and on, uh, on Facebook and my name as well so uh, I'm, I'm available and uh, willing to talk to anybody willing to collaborate with anybody uh, uh, you know, I mean, I've been putting this stuff out for years and uh, to presidents, to uh, think tanks, to uh, all, all kinds of different people trying to trying to get some support for what I'm doing here and what we're trying to do here. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. get, a, get a community effort going. I, I think it's, it's, it's up to us all to make a change. Yes, because so. we're all responsible for our mother. Yes. Thank you so much for all you for your work and all you've done, Peter. I really appreciate it. You're uh, welcome, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. 
Next week, we'll have Eric Thompson, founder of Subtle Energy Sciences, to talk about how he became interested in subtle energy and how the science of subtle energy will revolutionize our society in areas such as health and longevity, human performance, consciousness expansion, and free energy technologies. Sounds like another wonderful show. If you enjoy what you hear on Earth Energy Forecast, please support the show by going to the homepage of my website, jonesserio.com, J-O-A-N-C-E-R-I-O.com, and clicking on the donate button below the logo for this show. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Rest of your week. Stay tuned. Stay informed. Much love. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.